Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Uh, look, I was about to make that joke where, oh, Jesus, will be left the mic on. Or, oh, Jesus, it's it's only been two seconds for us and all this kind of stuff. But, hey, lads, we're back. <laughs> sure to be grand has come back from beyond the grave. What has it been? Five weeks, roughly? No, it has not been that long since we did an episode. Has it? That's completely hold on, hold on, false on. and fabricated. It's you, been like three weeks. Has it? Yeah. Has it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> yep. No, maybe it four. Start, you... <laughs> maybe four. Maybe four and a half. Maybe four and a half. Maybe you know, it's, maybe it's... six. I don't know. <laughs> what did we do last? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, we were going to do Sonic next. Yeah. Um, but we went for a little bit more of a wild character than Sonic. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think. I. I hey. <laughs> My prediction came true, though. I did say at the end of the last episode. I said, we're maybe doing Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Okay. Hopefully. And we sure maybe did we it. We sure maybe, um, yeah. Did you, did you see Sonic in the end? Yes, I, yeah. I went to the cinema. Yes. I, haven't, I still haven't seen it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I have enjoyed, enjoyed it quite a bit. But as people might uh, be aware, first of all, uh, welcome back to Sure to Be Grand, a podcast about two Irish Egypt, giving you their two Irish Egypt opinions on movies and sometimes other stuff and just basic giving out sometimes i think yeah uh my yeah, name's we, let's do some this giving out will we do you want to yeah. do you want to give out about this is a new no. section we're going to bring in at the top of the show called giving out giving out okay <laughs> about stuff um, <laughs> uh, you know what i'm usually quite negative but i can't think of a life oh, I've, I've been i've been saving it up right i have okay, a, i have on, a very recent on. one right and here's the thing i have a message to all uh, takeaway places that make kebabs. Oh no! Why are the kebabs so fucking big? Why are they that long? I don't need it. I why why you? I order a kebab and a chips, and you're like, it's five ninety nine. Get the kebab meal deal. You're like, crack. That's that's a great offer for a kebab. Yeah. And then the kebab arrives, and you can't even. It won't even fit in the kitchen table. It's about twelve yeah. foot long of kebab, with like. Yeah. Not a great amount of stuff in it. Make a normal-sized kebab with nice things in it. Yeah, like half a baby-sized kebab. Just that, you know? but it should be fat, not long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think they do it because the bread is cheaper? <laughs> I don't do you think? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it should be fat. Yeah. It should be fat. It might, yeah, um, yeah. No, that's, there's my little gripe, the message. Anybody, yeah. anybody listens to us who owns a kebab place or makes kebabs for a living, delivers them. Also, send us woman, kebabs, please. Uh, uh. We, we are open to sponsorship. <laughs> oh my God. If we got sponsorship for ke- a kebab uh, if you want, if anybody, I'd be the happiest man on earth. Yeah, if anybody wants to sponsor us, we will we'll plug you in every episode in exchange you know for like I'd just. I'd be more excited than like a proper yeah. company asking us. Like, like a single, f- just a, f- a free kebab every week or something. Just, I don't know, be some awesome. kebab place in like the arse where nowhere of Scotland. Just like, yes. yeah. Yeah, yeah, but also, not so, I don't want not somewhere that makes really long kebabs, right? Long kebabs, down with long kebab, in with fat yeah. kebab. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, yeah, yeah. my uh, the the 
my d- delivery person this evening who delivered my kebab meal that was 12 foot long was like a 65 year old woman oh that's depressing she had her some form of i guess her child possibly her grandchild in the car with her because she sure wasn't just another big kebab it could have been. It could have been too. It could have been a couple of kebabs sitting on the front seat. They were that long. Yeah. But she like yeah. I the I heard the the knock on the door and I went down. And I opened it and there was this like little small little like woman in was her sixties. She, she was Irish. Yeah, she was just standing there at the door and I was I thought I completely like my brain didn't go to oh it's my takeaway. Like I thought yeah. it was a neighbor knock on the door. Like, to, I'm not actually voting for TDs at the moment. Yeah, I didn't know uh, what was going on. I looked at her and she just was like hi how are you and like held up a bag to me and it took me like. Um, it took my brain like a couple of seconds before I went. Yeah. Oh fuck! She's that's my kebab. Oh, and I was like, <laughs> I took it off her really like gently as well. I was like, what is yeah. going on here? And she was you like, want to hurt her? <laughs> I don't giant know why. <laughs> and she was like, have a nice evening. And she got back in the car, and I just stood there yeah. at the door for a minute. It was very. Wouldn't it be amazing. You you just brought it in. You opened it just like was just cookies. Just a bit. She's just randomly bringing cookies, oh, like yeah. grandmotherly it was type. It was just a also, I'm sorry for anyone who's 65. <laughs> I don't automatically think you're all grandparents, even though my mother is a much younger um, grandparent than 65. But she might not have all. She might not have been in her 60s either. She, just, you know, she could have been younger. She could have been older. Was, I don't know. She was mid 30s. She was a. <laughs> she was a vaguely aged woman <laughs> who delivered yeah, my yeah. kebab. She was a woman <laughs> of a numerical age rather than yeah. an era age. She wasn't a Victorian woman. No, no, no. You know? No, she wasn't. No, she didn't have that vibe about her. Well, she was... I don't want to take, like, you know... I I, I don't want to disparage anyone, but I don't imagine many, like, Victorian-vibed people deliver kebabs. This is the moment where everything in my life ties in and all my brain is doing is showing me the countless tweets... The, the the trendy thing on Twitter for a while recently has been the whole like oh if if you went back in time and showed one showed a like showed a kebab to a Victorian <laughs> child their head would explode you know stuff like that it's been what a lot they, of it's been a lot of nonsense they would I don't know how Victorian people did they have kebabs I mean kebabs are from Turkey and I mean there were a few like Turkish princes and stuff throughout Europe wasn't there like they have Greek ones. Like Prince Philip was a Greek. A gyro, you know. It's called so, I mean, a, It's ever- called the 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 Greek version, the yeah. Greek kebab thing that's smaller yeah. and how and nicer. Could actually. you imagine Prince gyro? Philip when he was less dead? Um, Prince Philip, eat- I think, even five years ago, probably he definitely d- hated kebabs. He never had a kebab in his life. He was a hundred percent against kebabs just in general because he was a racist. Yeah. yeah. Even though he's from Greece, yeah, famously Kill. the Greeks don't <laughs> like the Turks. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a, a gyro, gyro. Yes, he's please. a gyro. Oh. Yeah, oh, perfect. Love me. Yeah, yeah, gyro. yeah. He what? has one like inside yeah. the palace. There's just oh, like one no. butler you who's not he- professional <clears throat> enough to do it properly. Yeah. Oh my god! I just thought of another thing I'd like to complain about. I saw okay, an ad on TV yesterday, or the day before. Uh, not on TV. I was streaming live something and an ad came on um and it was for papa john's who have uh the announced a new thing that they have on their menu called oh god i can't remember what they're called they're called like papa 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 dirios or papadinos or something something like that right it's like tiny pizzas it's a slice of pizza folded over 
That's all it is. It's it's literally Papa John's have gone. Gee, we have we we took our pizza, a slice of pizza, and we folded it. Like they're calling it like. I mean, fold it in the way that people normally eat pizza, where they just like pinch no, 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 it. No, no, no. Like then... it's like they're selling it as like the, a cross between like a, a sandwich and a pizza, but it's yeah. It's, so it's, it's two just, slices just whacked on top of each other. it's it's closed at the bottom, so it's like oh, folded. okay. It is just a slice of pizza, like a large slice of pizza folded, and they've got all these different types and flavors and stuff, and they're like, choose your. They've got chicken yeah, and bacon and papadino. I'm guessing it's everything it's they've ever the had. Pizza. It's a pizza. It's a slice of pizza that they've folded yeah. over. They've yeah, not invented yeah. anything. Anyway, Sorry, it's my 65-year-old uh, food delivery woman who's texted me, you know. Um, Are you getting a papadino? <laughs> Fuck, I can't. I wish I could remember what they're called, but also I don't what want was to know. That, what was that kind of galzone, isn't it? Like, So it's basically like a... They, they went for a galzone and went halfway from it, actually... You know what? It's done already. We we won't go further. This will do. Yeah, you know, it's it's not even calzone, as, not galzone. Cal- it's not even as good as a calzone. Like it's, it's literally that's what it looked like to me. Was just a slice of pizza that they'd folded over itself, so that like it looks vaguely like a gyro actually. Full circle uh, with our yeah, topic. I'm telling you, yeah. Uh, what we reviewed, of course, was Prince Philip eating a gyro. Uh, there was a video that's, online. Uh, that's this week's movie. <laughs> I mean, you know what? It's just as weird as the movie we watched. Um, what, what movie did we watch? We watched <clears throat> The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, or as I like to call it, Story of My Life. I mean, it's ironic, is it? <laughs> it's a joke. Like my yeah, because we're all failing like in my life. life, yeah. I've been waiting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been holding that one, that, that zinger in <laughs> for the last week. <laughs> yeah. So for anyone who um, hasn't heard of this movie, and how dare you, how very, very dare you, not sure why I'm so protective of this movie. Uh, I think it's just because I love Nick Cage. It's a, a movie about Nick Cage. I mean, Owen, who does Nick Cage play in this? Uh, he plays a man called Nick Cage. He plays the Excellent. actor Nick Cage. In, yeah, like yeah. A, It's like a, a heightened, over-the-top version of himself basically now see this is where i disagree i don't think it's anything we just said there it's not a heightened over-the-top version of nick cage i think this is it just is. genuinely nick no cage. it's kind of like it's like it's like how a lot it's of people the idea see of nick what's, cage. Yeah, yeah yeah it's this because is what they people see him accurately because this is what nick cage is this is he's not actually yeah. acting at all in this he's yeah, just <laughs> he just they just followed him around for a little while you know the funny thing is he didn't even want to play nick cage in this he wanted to play uh javi uh, the second role in this, and he thought it would be a really cool idea for someone else to play Nicolas Cage against him. Yeah, they had um, yeah. they had somebody in mind for it, I think, as well. And it's it's gone out of my mind. They had they were, there was an actor like was almost <coughs> cast to play Nick Cage. Okay. Um, and then and then they eventually convinced Nicholas himself to do it. I guess by telling him it'd be you know a great introspective look into his own psyche yeah. and all this kind of stuff, which I think also he has said Pedro it was. Pascal got on and he said like he likes Pedro Pascal, which of course he would. Well, he's yeah, a he's very a fucking charming, absolutely talented man. He's beautiful, and I love yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Nicholas Cage plays uh, Nick Cage. Uh, Pedro Pascal plays Javi Gutierrez. Uh, Tiffany Haddish plays Vivian. Uh, Sharon Horgan, local lass plays Olivia <laughs> and there's some other people in this uh, you know Neil Patrick Harris um, 
Alessandra Mastronardi, who's the love interest for Javi. And yeah, a whole bunch of characters. But look, this movie is really about Nicolas Cage and Pedro Pascal. Uh, some people who are involved in this uh, are production-wise. Um, so director is uh, Tom Gormican, or Tom Gormican. I don't know much about him. Um, but also part of the writing team is uh, Kevin Atten. And if you liked TV shows in like the 2000s and a little later, you would know him because he has written uh, Ghosted. Uh, he has written for Reaper, which I fucking loved. Loved Reaper. Uh, Workaholics, you know, some fairly big uh, shows there. He also wrote for Scrubs. You know, mm-hmm. so he, he, he's been around the block. Um, do you think, so he's obviously a comedic writer, uh, mostly. So probably a good choice for a movie like this, which doesn't take itself too serious. Um, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't, I think. Yeah, I it think there's of... some sincerity in it at some moments, but I think it's also maybe a way of Nick Cage can... I think it's satirical and he's kind of trying to make a point that, you know, things haven't always been straightforward and easy for him and he just, you know... I know. We'll we'll get into it when we go on to the next section. We'll do that in What the Hell is Going On Here? Yes. Tell me what the hell is going on! All right, so Nicolas Cage, uh, he's not doing well um, on, you know, the job front, acting. He is begging producers and writers to be in their movie. You know, he wants to be like a Brooklyn cop at one stage and all that kind of anarchy. But he's not doing well. and Like, I, I suppose it mirrors that whole idea that Nicolas Cage has never said no to a role. He will take any job he wants. I think it got to the point where people think, like, Nicolas Cage is just doing it for money, which I've never got the impression. Every Nicolas Cage movie... No, it I don't was, think so. Yeah. He was in debt. Every, he, he was in debt, yeah. But yeah, so he that, still... No, but all, all his... Sorry. Let me, Go ahead. Let me finish. My point is, every movie he did, whether it was a good movie, whether it was a bad performance, whether it was a great movie or a good performance, he always put all of his energy into this. Like, he, he always is completely there on set. He loves acting. Oh, yeah, Whether yeah, it's no. a good yeah. performance or not. You know, obviously, he has to dig himself out of a hole because of his taxes and buying a castle. Uh, <laughs> you know? You know, th- those things. To be fair, like... You could see yourself doing it, couldn't you? You you oh, get a couple castle? of million. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I could see myself yeah. doing it. Yeah. I mean, it's not like a, mean, it's not a goal of mine or anything. I don't have a no. I don't harbor a passion for owning a castle someday. Yeah. If I had but, the money and there was a castle available. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have to be a castle and fairly decent. Report it wouldn't be like the Abbey, which is like a local ruin no, where we went to school. It would want to be like a modern cat, not a modern castle, yeah, but like yeah. one that has been at least has double glazed windows and stuff in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. yeah, plenty of plaster just so the wind doesn't come through the wall, yeah, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you buy Butler's Castle in Kilkenny, you know, wouldn't you? You could buy Kilkenny Castle. Isn't it not called Butler's Castle anymore? It was never called Butler's Castle. It was. Just Kilkenny Castle. Have you ever been on the tour? Yep. I mean, Same day you did 
<laughs> no, because I went with my father was, and brother. It was called sure. well. It was owned by like the Butlers of Ormond. I think yeah, it was called Butler Castle I mean. for a time. Yeah, yeah maybe I it thought was. it was still called Butler's Castle. I don't know. Anyway, doesn't matter because um, that's a whole history thing we probably shouldn't get into. <laughs> that would that would be a diverging um, off the podcast. We first talk about um, you know kebabs. Then about uh, Nick Cage, and then about Ireland and its suffering under um, colonial powers. Um, yeah, yeah, cool. Anyway, yes, Nicholas Cage. He's in debt in this. Uh, he needs to make money. Uh, his manager, um, Neil Patrick Harris, goes, "Hey, dude, there's like a million, and all you have to do is go to this birthday party and chat around for a while, and you know." Hang out, and he's on his way to Pedro Pascal's Javi Gutierrez, and he's in Naples, I think, isn't it? Uh, no, they're in Mallorca. Are they in Mallorca? Okay, right. No, because yeah, the guy who works is working from Naples that they impersonate later on. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, so he goes over there. Uh, Javi is just a huge Nick Cage fan. Uh, Throughout this, Nick Cage has visions of a younger version of himself, telling him how he's a rock star. Uh, he gets snogged by himself. Um, that it's all about the acting and nothing else. I suppose maybe like it's an avatar of Nick Cage when he was younger. Um, it's, mm, yeah, it's he's called Nicky Cage. Yeah, yeah, and he looks disturbing. Um, he does not look good. Way. No. No, 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 no. No, we need to take a few <laughs> several hundred steps back from this de-aging technology because we haven't quite got it right yet, okay? Yeah. Just yeah, pause. Yeah. Stop doing it for a yeah. while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, come just, back. just a little bit. We come like, back in a few years. You know, unless you have Marvel money, maybe don't even attempt even it. Even then, know? it doesn't always I, look great. It, I thought the you Samuel know? Jackson stuff was mostly good. It's, I mean, yeah, but it's hit and miss though, isn't it? Star Wars have Star Wars money. Yeah, it didn't really yeah. work in th- in those ones. It really didn't, did it? No. It's really, yeah, I mean, and like some of the uh, newer shows, uh, the Mandalorian and Boba Fett, it's a bit better again, like than it was in, in the first season. Uh, they had Luke a show up. Spoiler alert for season two. Of oh, I haven't, I haven't Boba seen the new one. Yeah, Luke shows up um, again. And yeah. he's training. And it's a lot better uh, because they got a guy who does deep fakes on YouTube to work on staff because he, he improved the one they did last Yeah, season. and they also, yeah, yeah. but it, they also like artificially recreated Mark Hamill's voice. Yeah, which two. it's not Mark Hamill like. Yeah, no, and it's not amazing yet. Like there's not a lot of emotion that they're doing. It's, it, it it sounds like a real person, but it sounds like a person who's definitely been smoking weed all day, who's just like it's somebody yeah, somebody who's been lobotomized, I think. Is yeah, what it yeah, sounds yeah. Like. But that like, I think that's is, the major issue with it though, is that it's just like There's no spark yet. It's just dead. There's no yeah. life in it whatsoever. It's like I yeah. mean sometimes it does just look generally bad. Like it's yeah. not well done, but even when it is very well done. It just doesn't. Lo- it's just yeah. off. It's uncomfortable for me to look at. Yeah. I'm like, I will say one thing at least. Like Return of the Jedi. Like Return of the Jedi. Luke was all like, "Oh, I'm a proper Jedi now. I wear black clothing. I go up to my father and goes, Father, there's still good in you.' Like he is a little bit like emotionless throughout that movie, except at the end where he like 
you know, tries to kill his father at one stage with anger and then goes, oh, no, I won't actually because anger bad. Anger. You know, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And also they did a few good things, but they didn't always focus on his face. Like they did have like just like back shots as well for a lot of it, which is a smart move, I think. Like do well with the few scenes that are on the face, but like don't focus on it too much because like even when he's talking, sometimes you saw like the lip and the teeth kind of mashing up a little bit where like, oh, that's terrifying. Yeah, just don't do it, in my opinion. Cast somebody. Let an actor do it. Well, yeah, I, I would have been cool with someone being cast. You know? um, and, and I think Mark Hamill was very open about saying, yeah, no, no problem at all. He'd be happy to kind of hand it on, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, you'd want to be a right fucking arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine how much of a dickhead Mark Hamill would be. Like, no. You well, absolutely. The, the, but I think it gets... The actor who plays C-3PO, no? Isn't he that dickhead? He won't let anybody else be C-3PO. But C-3PO, yeah, like you can... You could just CG, CG-3PO... And then yeah. that'll be fine because he's a yeah, fucking yeah. robot and nobody cares. Yeah. He has no life-like fucking features or anything. Yeah, when it's yeah, a human yeah. person, it's yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just cast an actor, all right? Yeah. Even I just mean, use fair, makeup, even, do something. To be fair, even CG Java back in the day was a bit weird looking. Like yeah, when he showed the, up in Phantom Menace. Uh, back in the day, yeah, that was 20 yeah. years ago. Yeah, but he's also not human, so, you know. He's not, yeah, sure, that's true. Yeah. But we have the technology now. <laughs> Avatar gave it to us and is giving it to us again in December of this okay, year. Next okay, year we'll, 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 we'll give that to We'll give it to the last <laughs> section, okay? We'll just talk about this okay. movie first, okay? Yeah, sure. Yeah, All this uh, to so say, Nikki, young Nikki Cage looks a bit odd in, this <laughs> one, in, in the unbearable way of massive talent. <laughs> I think that's the point we're trying to make. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we just went... We didn't even meet, mention, like, Peter Cushion or, like, oh, what's that movie? Benjamin Button. Ooh, that was scary in parts. Ooh, yeah, that was weird. Yeah, yeah. That one, that one was weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, he uh, uh, meets up with Javi, who's the, like this super rich dude. And Javi is just the biggest Nick Cage fan ever. He has, you know, a little room full of memorabilia, has a terrifying statue that Nick Cage instantly wants to buy. Statue but, looks like, better than young Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be they honest. They look quite similar. Actually. An old Nicholas Cage. Uh, it was yeah. have a statue. It was kind of impressive. It was like, oh, yeah. yeah okay. As as waxwork statues go, it's not that bad. I mean, some about really great. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. He just wants uh, Nick Cage to uh, read a script, uh, and Nick Cage and him eventually just get on, and they spend like the weekend just going around making a movie up while being extremely high. You know, I think that's, that's uh, you know, that's about halfway through the movie. You know, obviously you want a bit of spice in life. Turns out that uh, Javi um, is a front for a big evil organization. Uh, the CIA is trying to get Nick Cage to turn on Javi or kill him even uh, because this girl that's missing. Um, Sharon Horgan, who plays Olivia, who is uh, Nick Cage and their daughter, get pulled into the situation and you know there's hijinks Nick Cage has to go undercover Sharon Horgan as Olivia just instantly becomes like the coolest character like by the end of that movie like she suddenly becomes like a gang boss like she's she's just make she's a makeup artist but like when it's clear that Nick Cage is completely ridiculous looking <laughs> to everyone else involved she acts in such a way to say that she is the evil boss that no one has seen in years and years and years 
years. And yeah, this just it's a bromance between Javi and Nick. And the movie ends basically with the movie ending. It's it's Nick Cage playing Nick Cage in this Nick Cage movie where he's Nick Cage. And we open up to a cinema audience. Yeah, I think I got the count right there. <laughs> and yeah, they, I think the last scene, they quickly swap out the family with like, um, like this like Spanish-American family <laughs> just to show that like, oh, someone massively has swapped over. But yeah, um, and Nick Cage learns to love his family uh, and stay indoors and realize like acting is his passion. He should love it, but... He doesn't only have to do that to be worth anything. Yeah. You know? Hmm. Yeah, that old chestnut. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's a bit of a meh ending, but... I didn't like the ending. I thought it was yeah. kind of... It fe- something felt off about it. I almost... There was a, a brief moment, like, right at the end, where I thought, um, oh, they're, go- like, they're moving this towards, like, none of this happened. And this was all just... Yeah. Nick Cage was just writing a movie or he was like getting into character for this role that he's playing or something or the, I thought the like really yeah, that, do you know what I mean I thought it was going to be that kind <laughs> yeah, of like yeah. oh he was just like him like uh, Javi is an actor as well and they were like getting into character and like workshopping this whole kidnap action movie thing that Nick Cage was doing and they didn't in the end I think it was yeah. actually just like Nick Cage and Javi wrote the movie that they wrote and produced and shot was just the story of what happened in yeah, yeah. to them in in Mallorca. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wasn't I wasn't massively like I didn't I wasn't crazy about this to be honest. Um, I'll I'll be real with you. I think my favorite parts were really just him hanging out with yeah. Yavi. The best parts uh, yeah. of the whole movie was Nick Nick and Javi. It was Nicolas Cage yeah. and Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal just is, around, is, is just he's so funny. In this yeah. movie, he's so like even at the start, like he's he plays that like squealing fan type, yeah, like nervousness at meeting his hero type thing really well. Um, him and Nicolas Cage are great together. Do you think he They're, just loves Nicolas Cage? I think he might. Life? Yeah, I honestly oh think. He, yeah, I honestly don't think there was much acting for him in this. I mean, Nicolas Cage was one of like, the Nicolas biggest Cage. action stars for a while. Like you know, yeah. like we love to. He's a meme these days, but like he has really great entertaining movies. He's. Yeah, but this comes back to it as well, is because I, I like you. We've said it already, but it it deserves saying again. He never, he will never, and has never ever in his entire career phoned in a performance. Yeah, he doesn't always it get it right. Good performance. He doesn't. He doesn't always. Yeah, he doesn't always get it right. Sometimes he gets it incredibly right to the point where yeah. he is an Oscar winning actor. Like yeah, face off. He just everything he does. Like, Love but he did. Off. Like Con Air. And Face yeah. Off are two of the best action movies probably ever. You know, people always talk about a lot of like actors who should be play like the Joker, for example. But if you watch Face Off and you don't see that, I think he wouldn't make an amazing Joker from that performance. He yeah. he could easily be the best Joker of that performance. It's yeah, yeah, amazing. absolutely. Yeah, he yeah, could. Yeah, I yeah. I think he could play Two Face really well as well. But yeah, he he's just great. And yeah, but that's that's kind of the all of that stuff I liked. I thought it was really yeah. funny. The scene where they're on acid and they're trying to climb over the wall is is hilarious to me. I could not <laughs> stop laughing at that. I just thought it was so funny. Um, and then, like, kind of, there's a point around the midpoint of the movie um, where it kind of switches towards more of an action thing. And, it like, no, 
I don't know if you want to call this giving, if I'm giving the movie credit for it, because it's not something I enjoy very much. There's a lot of, like, self-aware meta commentary throughout the I mean, movie. It kind of has to be, sure. No, no, I know? get it. Like, it's, I'm not, I don't, I don't care for that particularly all yeah. that much, but um, there's a point where they, they say, like, oh, now we're going to move into the, the more action-oriented explosion yeah, yeah. section of the movie. And they do that, and from there on, I yeah. was kind of like, yeah, this is... Yeah. I oh, yeah, I yeah. was it was better when it was just the two guys hanging out in Mallorca like yeah they could have gone to hijinks don't get me wrong they definitely could have like maybe they went go off on an adventure or something and maybe have to like overcome something and I think movies like this need that but I think the whole oh you're part of a CIA operative and you have to yeah that's take on this, and that's that's okay. what I'm saying like they the movie comments on that being ridiculous in yeah. the film. like they say it like oh a kidnapping plot that's ridiculous we don't need a kidnapping plot to for in an, an adult drama for adults yeah yeah but they still do it you know because the movie and could have like, almost been like this weird art house movie with, with them just hanging out that was great that's what i you thought know? it was gonna be like a sun dance festival yeah, kind of like movie. Uh, yeah, going yeah, yeah. into this i thought it was just gonna be that it was it was gonna be a co- like a, a rather self-aware comedy of nicholas cage discovering nicholas cage with the help of a, a random super rich fan in Pedro Pascal. Yeah. And that's what it is for like the first 45 minutes, maybe to about halfway through. Um, and that, that part of it is great and they work really well together and I love both of them immensely. Uh, but the rest is, I don't care much about the rest of it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I will mention Sharon Horgan um, as Olivia. It, it kind of got me out. You know, blindsided me a bit having a big like mead accent show up in this. Um, but I genuinely enjoyed her. I thought, I, I see, I kind of want to go into the back room and see how they consider these things because so Nick Cage has two sons, I think, and I think there's another son, another kid on the way. And in this, he's also like famously divorced a bunch of times. Um, but I wonder what made them go like, actually, you know what? I want to try out having a daughter this time. Like, do you think that was a thing that just came to them? Like, why Why does the, the fake Nick Cage in the movie have a daughter and not a son? Two sons, yeah. I don't know, to be honest. Maybe, I don't, it could have been the opposite of that. Like, maybe it was too close to home if it was a son. Oh, that he had so a bad relationship with. That kind and... of stuff as well. Maybe he didn't want to... Have the idea of his daughter being kidnapped as well, maybe. Oh, it's his his sons. Well, maybe it's like because that the whole thing, a lot of that part of the movie is about how he has an awful relationship with his daughter. Maybe yeah. it's maybe he doesn't have a great relationship with his son. I've actually no idea. Yeah. I don't. Wanna, I'm not putting that out into the world as a rumor. No. I genuinely don't know yeah. what is. Yeah, he's probably a great also, father. Can I just say, like, they do mention that thing with the daughter. I mean, they just keep saying it. There's not really any signs except, yeah, she doesn't like watching movies that he likes. Yeah, I I got the impression. Don't... I remember, like, the start of the movie when they they show like a, a therapy session with him and the daughter. I was yeah. sitting there going, she's just a teenager. Yeah. She's she's like, yeah, she's like 15, she's 16. She's teasing and, him because yeah, it's like, her dad. She's know? like 15, 16. She doesn't want to hang out with her dad. Like, the, the, it didn't seem to be a major issue. And maybe Nick getting drunk at her birthday party was an issue. But yeah, that's and then also singing not a, songs. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to say it's actually not her problem. It's more his problem. He, well, yeah. He he seemed like he was really trying to connect with his daughter. Like that yeah, was and the she thing. was just like, he "We're was, cool." Like yeah, he was trying, know? and she was just like, "I just don't. I don't want to watch weird old German movies with you." <laughs> like, yeah. I want to do other things. I, I watched Paddington uh, too. Yeah, but this this movie was great. Like uh, to be honest, I've seen heard so many people say, "No, you should watch Paddington." Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I probably should. I've seen know. the first one. It's meant to be good, isn't it? Um, the first one's okay. Wasn't well, it? Was good. the second one? I have heard of lots of reviews and stuff saying Paddington Two is actually an a beautiful movie. Uh, the first one was a little bit too English for me, but well, to be fair, it's Paddington. I know, yeah, it's incredibly. English. <laughs> He's incre- yeah. It's an in- incredibly English thing. Like, I'm surprised the like, Queen well. isn't doing a bloody strip. Dancing at some stage, you know. Well, hey, no, we haven't seen the second one. <laughs> Maybe that's why people like it so much. Yeah. <laughs> the best kept well, secret she in can cinema. Really move. Damn. I can't believe it's actually her on the cast. Ah, yeah. Talk about talk, talk about the royal family guy rating. Oh god! Huh? Yeah, I almost she, got there. She's a spinning kebab. Um, she, she, oh, that's no. what Prince Philip used to call her. Oh, my little spinning kebab. Oh, my little spinning gyro. <laughs> and then he gets sick because he had to speak a language that wasn't English. Yeah. Greek. But then he starts speaking Greek again. And then he's like getting sick of that too. And, <laughs> and that is the plot of Paddington 2. As far as I'm aware. Prince Philip getting um, horny about the Queen strip club dancing yeah. and calling her... And being being a racist. That's yeah. what Paddington Zoo is about. Paddington Paddington solves racism in the Maybe royal the real racism is the racism in the royal family. Yeah. And that's, that's the message. Yeah, that's pretty real racism, I think. I mean, it's like it's it's like some peak level racism. It's not, not just like it's not just racism towards other um ethnic groups, you know, um different people of colour. Isn't it's also racism to like other white people right and then yeah. it's also racist towards classes of the last white people that they're not racist towards like they're literally born thinking they're superior anyway we said we wouldn't go into uh, well. British colonization uh, here we are but anyway um gyro's up dueling let's go into the next section Um, it was Nick Cage uh, getting really fucking high in the car, to be honest with me. Um, I was impressed they went that way. I think he parties with Johnny Depp, doesn't he? I know they do a little bit of fun. Um, they used to. Yeah. Johnny Depp is sober now, as far as I'm aware. So, so the trial of the century has led me to believe. What about the mega point? What about it? That was years ago. They come in mega points. <laughs> a, a mega point. Oh. I love the way he says that. Actually, it's a great clip. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, not mega. go into that. Anyway, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. So you, you're talking about um, when him and Javi drop acid and go. Yeah, right I'm gonna down. be real with you. I don't trust anyone enough to drop acid with them and then go for a drive for them. Oh, no fuck one. Fuck no. I'm not getting behind <laughs> the wheel of any vehicle unless it's an ambulance. 
Yeah. I'm not getting behind the yeah. wheel of an ambulance. What the fuck? I mean, you might. You I might. might. You're on but I'm on acid. I don't know what I'm going to do. I might buy also, a castle and drive an ambulance. Yeah. And also, not in Mallorca, where all those fucking roads up on cliffs are. Like, I remember once we were in prime, um, secondary school and we went off to Kerry for a weekend. And I think we were driving a bus right next to, like, some cliffs in Kerry. And yeah, yeah, we were. It was night. on the the the, 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 the the Dingle Peninsula. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a fear of heights, but I will say I have a fear of heights when it comes to people being around me. Either me falling because someone bumped me, or them falling. So when everyone on the bus ran over to the left hand side to the bus, right, literally like a foot left of space before just a hundred to two hundred foot fall into the ocean. Well, I wasn't really feeling it, man. You know. Yeah, it's a fair. It's a fair thing to to be queasy yeah, about I am... falling off a two hundred foot cliff <laughs> yeah, in a bus. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit quirky, you know. Oh, it's a weird. It's a weird phobia I have, but I don't. I don't like falling off two hundred foot cliffs in buses. Uh, <laughs> yeah. just, I'm just not into that. I've <laughs> never do been it. into. It. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. know how people do it all the time. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway, what was your moment? Um, my I actually just sorry just. To, while we're still on the acid thing, I really appreciated that they didn't do like a, a like a POV shot where everything is all like wavy and, and trippy yeah, and acid because yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that. Like it's so it's just it's I get it. Like, I also would say acid. they did it well. It was nice. Yeah, yeah I also want to say the one thing about the acid thing. Um, I like that Nick Cage was almost revealed as being a spy, and it just got resolved by both of them just blanking out. This <laughs> man, yeah. Boo. Boo. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it also led to the climbing over the wall scene, which is just which is outstanding, hilarious, yeah, yeah. really good stuff. Yeah, um, mine is mine is actually something that they didn't do that I thought was coming. I did not realize for like the the first so the first scene that he's in, um, Neil Patrick Harris. I didn't realize he was actually playing a character. He's, act, he's like I thought Harris. it was just Neil because Neil Patrick Harris famously played like did what Nicolas Cage is doing in this he played a heightened like crazed version of himself in the yeah. Harlan Kumar all of them I think he appears in but it's 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 really funny and I thought they were I was like oh my god is this is this set in the, Har- Harlan, is this set in the Harlan Kumar universe and I thought it was just Neil Patrick Harris and Nicolas Cage was like had just called him for advice or something yeah. and he was going to be playing the same like super super sexual Neil Patrick Harris from Harlan yeah. Kumar and then I was like oh no he's just he's just playing Nick Cage's agent or something oh yeah, okay yeah, yeah. I really thought that's what it was they're sitting in a sauna in towels and I was like he's gonna he's gonna make some sort of like a he's gonna do coke or he's gonna make like something's about to happen yeah yeah and yeah. it just didn't he's just acting I was like oh okay I, fair enough <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know why I that's where my brain went so I guess that's my it's more that they didn't do that I think it was yeah. a missed opportunity he should have been yeah I want to mention something that would have been a really interesting movie uh, idea for this. Uh, Nick Cage dying at the end. Um, yeah. That would have been a statement, wouldn't it? By the way, I have nothing against Nick Cage. I just don't want him to die. He is a wonderful man. But it would have been. I mean? Yeah, it, it would have, have actually a... said something about, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, killing. Because all the movie read it was like, hey. You know, you be you and love your family. You know. Yeah, I guess. I guess if if he dies, it's it could be seen as like allegorically killing 
the public perceived image of Nick Cage yeah. and revealing the re- that kind of thing, which would have been yeah. it would have been better than what they did, which was nothing yeah. really. Yeah. <laughs> they were just like, hey, and they did a call back to Paddington 2. That's how they ended the movie. Yeah. It was like, okay. Did, did you notice his <laughs> wife in it? Um the wife in the movie within the movie. Well what about you know the one that shows up at the end? It's Demi Moore. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that's that. I don't think I actually... Or maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, but I didn't see her and think, oh, it's Demi Moore. But they say it afterwards. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When they come, when they the three of them are sitting on the floor, one, somebody says uh, something about... The daughter says something like, you get, how did you get Demi Moore to play ma'am or something? Yeah. Something along those lines. And I went, oh, okay, I guess it was Demi. I think I recognized the, the actor, the actress playing the daughter as well, but I couldn't... I can't think of her now, honestly, off the top of my head. I feel like yeah. I'd know her if I looked it up. <laughs> Obviously, I'd know it if I looked it up. That's how that works, isn't it? But yeah. I, I think I'd recognize Probably, it. Yeah, um, yeah, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been more interesting than the <laughs> ending because the ending was kind of flat, to be honest. Yeah, it was a little bit. But look, I still enjoyed watching the movie. It, it won't stick out in my mind or anything. I mean, like this was apparently for a while seen as like the best unproduced screenplay uh, in Hollywood. Like it was like hovering around in that domain people were saying oh this would be a great movie yeah but it wasn't really that it was fine you know it was a fun enough time yeah yeah it could have been like yeah. but it, it wasn't yeah. in the end i think we accidentally walked into our final look <laughs> section of this final thoughts yeah let me let me play the let me play the sting hang on over now yeah so anyway i've been playing elden ring um <laughs> pretty sick yeah pretty sick dude. yeah 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 uh, but yeah um yeah i think it's a decent enough movie i i think it's been a missed opportunity to actually say something but i don't regret watching it no it's it's nice um it's it is nice that nicholas cage is getting his flowers somewhat like it's yeah, it's yeah. nice that we've actually we've reached a point where um people are making movies about Nicolas Cage. Like do you know what I mean? He's that cuz he does deserve it, I think. He's he's brilliant. He's a like, giant. He's, a, he's, he's a an giant. he's a and he seems like a really nice person. He did an, an AMA yeah, yeah. on Reddit recently and he just seems like a really lovely guy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would is, say I uh, go on. Who is genuinely really into cinema? And, oh, yeah. and acting and like I mean he's yeah. he's a Coppola so it makes sense but like yeah he just he just I just God damn it he is <clears throat> a national treasure uh, hey well, yeah one thing I think I liked about the movie is he does take the piss out himself as well and it seems genuine and I think the most sincere one is actually near the end when he's with his ha- family at home and they're all sitting down in the sandwich movie and he talks about his like belt buckle being massive. And like that's because Nick Cage loves giant belt yeah, buckles yeah. in real life, <laughs> yeah. you know. So I was just like, I like that. That's yeah, that little like, scene about the yeah, that. and he he brought me out a, brought me out a, what was it? He said he he brought me out a tarantula or something. I said it's a bit, yeah, it's yeah. a bit gaudy. <laughs> yeah, said, well, isn't a bit dangerous scorpion. looking, yeah. scary looking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, do yeah, you have like a funny. scorpion? And I was just like, it's not like the same. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, he's good in it. Pedro Pascal is great. Uh. Fun fact, the actress who plays the his 
Nick Cage's daughter, Lily Mo Sheen. She's the in real life the daughter of Kate Beckinsale and Michael Sheen. Oh, cool. So there cool. there you go with that one. Um yeah. little fun fact. Anyway, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's not a bad movie. It's not I think I'm I think I'm like it's unfair like I, I my my opinion it. of the movie is kind of unfair yeah. because I'm I'm basing it on like I'm blaming the movie for not being what I thought it would be rather than looking at it as what it is to be quite honest yeah, like yeah. a lot of it is me going ah yeah but like I thought it was going to be this other thing yeah yeah and it's not that wasn't the intent <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean it's it, it isn't that and it's not that's not the movie's fault um it's great yeah. it's a good watch it is pretty funny like the first hour is is gen- I genuinely laughed out loud which honestly does not. Hmm. It doesn't happen a lot with yeah, yeah. comedies and stuff. Um, There's a lot of... <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> you know? like this was, I actually at one point went like properly laughed out loud in the cinema. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny. It's well, like the the acting is good in it. Pedro Pascal is, I can't say enough nice things and about And to be thing, the wall thing, that's an old cinema gag. Like that's nothing new, but just how they did it and how they performed it was just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it's what's not good about it. Yeah. I think the, I think the biggest a lot of this though is that like it is it does the movie does have like one joke. Yeah. That it does a lot. But it does it well. Like it yeah, it's yeah. the same a lot of it's the same joke in in different ways. Um but it's funny. Yeah, I just can't I cannot say enough nice things about Nicolas Cage or Pedro Pascal. I think Actually, both. I can improve I can improve what your opinion on Nick Cage. Um his one of his sons is called Kal-El. I I believe I knew that. Yes, because he yeah. was supposed to play Superman at one point. He was, yeah. Tim, he was going to be, be Tim the, Burton's Superman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's did, even some shots of him in costume. And yeah, everything. they did screen tests, and he had the costume fitted. And there's a documentary it looks about terrifying. It. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. What's the documentary called? Is it called the Death of Super? The Death of Tim yeah. Burton Superman or something like that it's called I think so, something like um, that yeah yeah it's, pretty, it's good it. yeah Nicolas Cage yeah, yeah, yeah. Nicolas Cage man he's he's fantastic Sounds, yeah and Ped I love how Pedro's getting more and more stuff to do in cinema yeah he's but God bless fantastic. him I'm I'm actually I'm very excited to see how he's gonna play Joel in The Last of Us yeah um, also gonna just say he was TV the show. best thing in Wonder Woman 84 as well like He's by a, maybe the only good thing about Wonder Woman 84. I mean, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. Uh, I think true. we said that at the time when we did a review of Wonder Woman oh, 84, I, which you can I find on YouTube. We did a review. It's on you YouTube. You should definitely watch it because it's so unforgettable. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pedro's yeah. great. Nicolas Cage is great. Sharon Horgan's great. Nice to see her doing big things. Um. Your man, uh, is it? Paco, is that his name? That plays the the cousin, the bad guy with the bleached hair. He's good. Um, yeah, he is. Yeah, uh, he, I mean, he's in there for like two minutes, really. Uh, yeah, but he does. You know, he does what he needs to do. He he's does just, it good, well. You know? He's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Owen. Uh, what movie are we reviewing next week or two weeks? I haven't or- got a fucking clue, to be honest with you. So okay, we're doing you know Sonic you know Two, are we? No, I'll tell you now. In a second. <laughs> no, we're not doing. We're that. We're not doing has, Sonic Two. <laughs> no, that boat has sailed. Okay, what? No, I'll tell you what we're doing. Um, the the planned next movie after Sonic Two, which we totally did. <laughs> yeah. Uh, was Contact. Ah uh, yes, we could do Contact. 
Hey, folks. <clears throat> what should we do? Should we do contact? Uh, let us know what uh, movie you'd like us to do. Uh, is there anything else you have to share with the class? No, not particularly. I think I've gotten I've got all the kebab stuff off my chest now, and I feel a lot better. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll come back in two weeks to see how Kazi's uh, Owens even kebab um, lifestyle is going. Yeah. Hopefully, I'm still here. Oh, isn't that a hope for most of us? Too too many kebabs, man. I don't know. Yeah. The royal family might hunt me down. <laughs> okay. Is that that's how um, Aaron was invaded in the first place? Yeah. Too many lads were having kebabs, no Irish. Yeah. Like the Catholic Church, massive fans of Iros. Fucking love a kebab. They just kebab. love it. Crom- oh. Cromwell fucking hated him. Yeah, yeah. Really yeah. Didn't like like eleven bread wrapped around. That's their thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus loved a kebab, you know. I mean, to be fair, how many times have you seen a drunk lad basically like mauling a kebab? I tell you, separating into his mouth and just going. That's uh, that's real Renaissance painting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what? Actually, I'm thinking about it. The kebab I got delivered this evening was so big you could have crucified Jesus on it. Nah, that wasn't worth saying. No, you're right. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's call it a day. Okay, (laughs) folks. We'll see you in roughly about two weeks. Uh, Look after yourselves. uh, Look after everyone around you, and we love you. Bye. Asher, look. Super grand.